Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City. And I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. This episode felt extra special to me for some reason, and I think it's simply because I felt like I found a comrade in the industry, someone who understands what I go through on a regular basis, talking about sex and bodies and how to make it all work better on a daily basis. I don't get to talk to people that are so entrenched in the industry um, as we are, but I got to interview Jeff Abraham from Promescent. Promescent is a fabulous company that I'm quickly falling in love with several of their products. Promescent really does have a little bit of everything that you need to have amazing sex. Their delay spray is what they're well known for. Promescent's website is the best way to get it. I mean, they're available in some big box retailers, but discreet packaging makes for worry-free shipping. And they've also got a 60-day money-back guarantee, so that should give you confidence that it's okay to give Promescent a try. The Delay Spray is recommended by over 2,000 healthcare professionals across the U.S., and it's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed, and there's no prescription required with this stuff. Plus, they've got lubes, toys, condoms, massage oil, a female arousal gel that I've really enjoyed using so far, and since having this conversation with Jeff, I started using Vitaflux. It's only been a few days but I will keep you posted. Trust me, if it helps get things flowing the way that he says it will, you might not see many podcast episodes from me because I'll be too busy having sex. I have to take a little hiatus. (laughs) But again, visit their website. It is packed full of all sorts of educational information because, I mean, let's be real, a lot of people aren't getting sex education when and where they should be. So they're having to turn to educators like myself and product companies like Promescent in order to get any semblance of factual information. Jeff told me all about how their products help you be better in bed and how Promescent came to fruition. We talked about things like PE or premature ejaculation, as well as the orgasm gap. We talked about what it is and how to close it. I've even got a discount code for you if you would like to try some products. So listen to the episode and I'll give it to you at the end. (laughs) Or follow my social media handles and you can find the uh, code on a picture. It won't be in the text of anything, so I don't want any scanners going through online and trying to find this discount code. But you can also send me an email, Kristen at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com if you would like that discount code to get 15% off some promescent products. Jeff was an absolute delight, and you're going to love this episode. Find Promescent online at Promescent, that's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, promescent.com find them on socials as well facebook twitter instagram all the things i hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as i enjoyed having it bye
almost forgot, you've got to check out my workshop that I talk about in this interview with Jeff. I've got a new workshop, new content, August 26th, 8.30 p.m. virtually. If you buy your ticket, you can watch live or you can watch a video later. So it doesn't matter if you can attend at exactly that time. You'll still get a video recording. This one is about better partnered sex. I'm most likely going to be talking about Promessence products because I definitely believe that they can help close the orgasm gap. Again, listen to this episode if you need to know what that is. But if you're if you get done with this episode and you're like, oh, shit, I need some Promessant. We need to do all these things to close our orgasm gap. You probably also need to take my workshop on August 26th. Check out the link in the show notes. You can go to any of my social media channels and check out the link in my bio. I've, I've got posts up about it. It's going to be through Eventbrite, but better partnered sex. August 26th. I hope to see you there. So enjoy the episode. Well, and keep them coming today. I am joined by somebody who I think you all are going to absolutely love. I am joined by the CEO of Promescent, Jeff Abraham. Thanks so much for being on today. It's my pleasure to be here. So Promescent is a product I have been familiar with for a while, though admittedly, I just recently got to try the products and I am in love with some of them and I can't wait to do a giveaway, but tell the audience a little bit more about Promescent and how you help people be better in bed. We started the company, founded the company 11 years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was the original formula and the original product was the male delay spray. And it was developed by a gentleman who happened to be a very good friend of mine a neighbor and my physician, my urologist at Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach, Dr. Ronald Gilbert. And he developed it because if people came to see him for prostate issues, he had many different options. If they came to see him for ED, he had Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Stendra, he had many different Mm -hmm. options. They came for incontinence, he had many different options. They came for PE or lasting longer, it was like, well, here's your two options. You can either use some pure lidocaine cream and numb yourself and transfer and numb your partner and you'll be able mm. to last longer, but (laughs) no one's feeling anything. Everybody's numb. Or you can take SSRIs. And if you're like me, you say, what's an SSRI? And then you find out the medical term is selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Mm -hmm. If you're like me, you go, that doesn't bring me any closer. What is that? They're basically the depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft. Unfortunately, they just like the other your libido. Oh, it. So when I took over this company, I wanted to know what everything did. I wanted to know what we were competing with. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what other people were using. So I said to Ron, give me a prescription of whatever dosage you use for, you know, PE for these uh, drugs. And I think it was Paxil. So he mm-hmm. gave me the low dose Paxil thing. Literally within four or five days, it felt like someone took my libido, put it in a garment bag and threw it in the back of the closet somewhere. It was gone. Zero did not exist. But even more importantly, I felt nauseous and I got dry mouth and just I felt spacey. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to be taking those are off label. They're not they're not indicated for P.E. So it's Mm -hmm. an off label. It was a side effect. But you should not be taking drugs off-label no. if they have side effects like that. Now, right, if you're right, desperate right. in some cases, you go, well, it's better than nothing, you know? So I guess to a certain degree, I understand that. But it's also something that has horrific side effects. Right. 
And I'm so, certainly a fan of finding alternatives that are not prescription based. That's exactly. So it was an OTC drug. I was very interested. So I had Ron give me a sample and I tried it. I went, oh my God, this works, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I had seen a 60 minutes episode where it talked about counterfeit knockoffs and everything. And they were talking about ED drugs. And at mm -hmm. the time, Viagra, Salas, Levitra, this was in 2009, were $5 billion. And they estimated Ooh. for every legitimate tablet sold, there was 1.2 knockoffs. Oh, dang. I was like, oh my God. So that market's like 10 billion. So I said to Ron, how big is the PE market compared to the ED market? And he goes, it's about 15% larger. I went, what? I thought he was going to say it's 10% the size of that. He goes, actually, a lot of PE is misdiagnosed. Or a lot of ED is misdiagnosed PE. Yeah. Because if a yeah. man has chronic PE, eventually his mind starts realizing get an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion. So he gets stage fright. He starts having yes. anxiety induced ED. Yes. So then I was it's like, it's a cycle Whoa. that people will get into it's their heads. And, yeah. and by PE, for those listening, most of you probably know what that is, but premature ejaculation and premature is relative. It's just quicker than you want to be coming. Exactly. The medical association, the AUA, which is American Urological Association, and the SMSNA, which is the Sexual Medicine Society of North America, have done a real disservice because they initially decided that PE was 90 seconds, that mm. you could never last more than 90 seconds in any situation, whether it be masturbation, you know, uh, oral sex, anal sex, vaginal sex, never. So you're telling me someone that lasts two minutes wouldn't benefit by lasting longer. I mean, that's right. insane. So we came about and we started educating people. And I think having the medical credibility and being developed by a urologist was a big plus for us. Yeah. So we, and I just, I, I did, I use common sense. I followed the lead of what I saw Viagra Salas Levitra do, which is get the medical certification even though we're OTC, we're an OTC product. We don't, mm -hmm. we're non-prescription, but I still wanted that medical credibility. And you go to our website and you see all these very famous urologists going, Promessin is the key. We're in the protocol. There's 2,200 urologists in the U.S. that mention Promessin by name. Literally, they say, this is what you use. So that was big for us. So for the first seven years, that was our only product. We had a male delay spray, which grew rapidly, and we did very well. But I will tell you that initially, all of our business was people with hardcore PE because it was all, you know, urologists referring people mm -hmm. to us. But I made a very conscious decision in the 2015-2016 timeframe that there were many other people that would benefit just by lasting longer because let's step out of the realm and we're going to talk about the orgasm gap now let's step out yes. of the realm of PE and just talk about the norm normal healthy average male female yes the normal average healthy male lasts five minutes and 42 seconds of penetration or thrusting mm -hmm. the average mm -hmm. female without extensive foreplay takes 18 minutes of thrusting to achieve climax so even in normal healthy couples if all you do is get down to business, the majority of people are going to have a very unsatisfactory experience. And there's not a guy in the world, if he's honest with yourself, well, there might be three or four total in the world <laughs> that will tell you at some point or another, they're acutely aware of not finishing. Hold on, hold on. My partner's not done yet. Mm -hmm. So I tell people that 
that brings anxiety. If you're like, oh my God, I'm about ready to finish. She's not done yet. Oh, that's anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety and intimacy should both have exclusive domains. Okay. <laughs> Introducing anxiety into intimacy is not a good thing. It's always a bad thing. Yeah. So I tell people, and I mean this with hundred percent, anytime you can reduce anxiety in your intimacy, it's a very good thing. There's yeah. enough anxiety yes. to begin with, with body image and, oh my God, you know, do I smell good? Do I look good? You know what I mean? Am well, I in shape as my partner, you know, and everyone's dealing with their own set of, you know, ideals of both their self and their partner and everyone's mm -hmm. got their hangups. You don't need additional ones. So yeah. And when you're getting into anxiety, you're getting into your head and that means you're not experiencing the sensations you're not experiencing in your body. Exactly. Yes. So we're already to the point now where well over 50% of people using our product don't have classic PE. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for better intimacy. I call it more of a recreational use as opposed to a therapeutic use. So just getting men to admit that every single man isn't Johnny Sins, isn't ABN's male porn star of the year. And a big part of that was getting Johnny Sins on board. He happens to live here in yeah. Summerlin, where I live, and he's a huge proponent of Promescent, and he incorporates it in some of his videos and says, hey, even porn stars aren't performing like you think they are. Even they love to have additional products, you know what I mean? And that really normalized things for a lot of mm -hmm. people, you know, that, oh, my God, Johnny Sins is admitting that he's AVN's male porn star of the year, two years running, that everyone's not born to be a porn star, even mm -hmm. porn stars sometimes. Well, so, and we don't know behind the scenes what they're doing to last as long as we perceive them to last on film. They have a doctor administering uh, trimix shots. A trimix shot is something that you inject into your penis and it gives you a rock hard erection for four hours. Well, there but you unfortunately, go. Unfortunately, you can ejaculate and you still have this, you know, but obviously any male will tell you once he ejaculates, he wants a period of rest before, you know what I mean? And yeah. So it's like you almost, and a lot of people describe it is you don't even feel like it's you because it's mm -hmm. like artificial. So you mm -hmm. get this feeling like there's some swelling there, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel pleasure, you know? So it's, it's a difficult situation. So yeah. Yeah. that's helped normalize things. And then yeah. getting people like yourself, getting a lot of sex therapists who discovered our product and mm -hmm. were aware of it, began to recommend it, then have a deep connection with their audience and people say this is someone i trust this is someone who for a living has educated themselves on sex so that's been very positive for us and you know we're in a situation now that you know we're getting calls from swingers clubs and stuff mm -hmm. like that and i've been on some swinger podcasts yeah. <laughs> and i love it because those are people without inhibition those yes. are people that have decided to really embrace their sexuality and they've decided to live life to the fullest. And mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that everyone has to feel comfortable and everyone has to be a swinger or a porn star. But what I tell people is make the best out of your life, make the best out of your intimacy. I don't care if you've been married and you have a dedicated partner for the last 30 years and you're going to be with her for him or her for the next 30 years for her or for him, make the best of it. Yes. You know, 
don't get into a routine and figure, well, this is just what we do. Let's get it over with. You know, that's a bad way to look at any aspect of your life. Yeah. And believe me, when you get to be 64, like I am right now, you start realizing the value of each year and of each day and each hour and each episode of everything you do, every meal that you eat, every, you know, erotic adventure that you have, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, the numbers are getting smaller. I'm going to experience these. I really want to enjoy them, you know? So, you know, another thing that we did, which was very positive, is we put our products through clinical trials mm -hmm. so that we had data, empirical data that was in its IRB certified, which is Institutional Review Board, mm -hmm. which is the highest medical certification. And then they have to be, so you have to set it up in a way that they know that you'll get real results under the IRB certification then it has to be statistically significant. So once it's set up correctly, they know that the testing mechanism is correct. You have to be outside of the margin of error mm -hmm. so that it's no question that these products work. And we've been fortunate that our products are all IRB certified and they do have statistical significance. Yes. Vitaflux, Promescent are two main products. Now it's kind of hard to have a clinical trial on a lube because basically... There's nothing about it. You either know or not whether it works. It's slippery. You put it on and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But our core products, you know, we've done clinical trials and those don't come cheap. Those are very expensive, but it's a worthwhile investment in my estimation because that's what gives customers that high degree of confidence, you know? Yes. And then and when you see the clinical right trials, now. you see the studies, you see the testimonials from physicians on our website it gives you a higher degree of confidence that this is not something someone's making in their garage. Okay. Yeah. This is not something yeah. that's going to change labels in six months because they got in trouble for an ingredient that they've got in there. And, and, and again, it's just not some product that's just going to come and go. People are going to try out. It won't work. And then it's gone. Y'all have been around for a while and you've got the studies to back up that your products work 12 years and growing steadily. And one of the things that's been amazing, the first seven and eight years, we had one product, our male delay spray, and it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so we used to get all these calls and people go, you know, I used to last like a minute. Now I'm lasting eight or 10 minutes. Can you recommend a lube? Okay, yeah, recommend this, try this, try that. And I remember one day, one of our customers said to me, you know, you guys ought to make a lube, you know, mm -hmm. like we trust your product. I'd rather just get it here. I'm like, okay, great. So we did some testing and looked around and we go, what do we want? And our first lube that we was just a basically water lube and it was received very well. Then we went into an aloe vera lube. Then we went into a silicone lube mm -hmm. and everything went well. And then some other people were like, you know, I'd rather get my condoms here too. So we went and figured out a way and we got condoms on our site. And then we added a female arousal gel. Mm -hmm. and Everything that we've added has taken off and it's just been wildly successful from day one. And the interesting part of that is, is at first, you know, we put it on the site and I had said, okay, we have to have this big advertising budget because, you know, condoms are different, you know, lubes are different than delay spray. Mm -hmm. So we goes, okay, we'll put it on the site. And then after it's up, then we'll start doing all this advertising separately for, you know, lubes and, 
But as soon as we put it on the site, it became successful right away. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I guess I don't have this big marketing campaign. Base. Yeah, yeah, you already had your customers that already knew, liked, and trusted you. That's exactly. The funny part was, so I sent out this email, and it was like, hey, I'm just curious. We're thrilled. But what gave you the confidence to buy a lube from us? Because, you know, we're known for delay spray, you know, whatever. It's like the same person wrote every response with a slightly different wording. And it was basically this, if it's on this site, we know it's top quality. We know you'll stand behind it hundred percent. I was like, Whoa, that's yeah. awesome. Hey, we have a brand, you know? <laughs> yes, you but, do. Like you do. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I love, I gotta say as a Capricorn, I love your branding, the little, you know, kind of peas back to it. looks like a Capricorn um, goat horn. Some know? people think if it's goat horns, some people look at it as ovaries. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see that I too. swear to God, and we didn't intend that, but it's great because it can be, it can represent whatever you want it to represent, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> so it's really worked out well. So yeah. we've been very well, fortunate. You know, and I love that we were talking about the orgasm gap because my yes. next workshop that I'm doing actually um, on August 26th is going to be, out, be about better partnered sex. Because there's so many things that go into having phenomenal partnered sex. And there's a lot of people out there that just aren't having it right now. And the byproduct is a gap in the orgasm experience. How many, again, typically in heterosexual relationships, you know, how many men are having it versus how many women are having it? Because it is different. Gay men and lesbians don't experience the gap in orgasms when they have partnered playtime as heterosexual folks do. No, so, absolutely. You know, and you have, again, phenomenal resources on your website. And I love the article written by um, Dr. Justin Lee Miller from the yes. Kinsey Institute talking about not only what is the orgasm gap and why does it exist, but what are some of the solutions for it? And those are a lot of what I'm going to go over in my workshop. So if you he's want to get a heads favorites. up on that, he's phenomenal. He's, he yeah. is phenomenal. And I'll tell you, he's bright. And he is just so down to earth and engaging, you know, mm -hmm. I just have always really enjoyed him. And uh, he and Ian, Bur uh, Ian Kerner are both very good friends of mine. Ian is phenomenal. I and, recommend his book. She yeah. comes first. That's the Bible. So pretty Sexual much medicine. all of my clients. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, it's, yes, it is an aspect of partnered play that oftentimes not only does it take him less time, like you said, five minutes, once there's penetration involved to orgasm versus hers, like 14 to 18 minutes, but there's so many, like a lack of foreplay, a lack of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell so, people that, you know, when they ask, how long should a man last? And I always go, here's my standard response. How long do a pair of pants have to be? Long enough to fit, okay? Yes, exactly. Everyone's not the same size, okay? You have to last long enough for you to both have a wonderful experience. Exactly. I know couples that love their sex life, and they have extensive foreplay, and they both, in some cases, climax even prior, but their intercourse is three minutes, but they're satisfied and they're happy. I know yes. other couples that last 20 minutes ago, we need to go 30. Okay. <laughs> and each one is, has different needs and each one should be allowed to achieve satisfaction. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cause it's all relative. Every yeah. couple is different, but it's, 
it's funny when I talk to clients about this, especially heterosexually paired clients where they're like, well, how long is the gap for like bisexual people? I'm like, it's actually pretty similar. And like, well, what about lesbians? I'm like, um, lesbians don't really experience an orgasm gap. And they're like, well, that's just because women know each other's bodies. I'm like, it is because of a lot of reasons. And one of them's you, buddy. So let's just take some accountability there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, with your extending spray, that's obviously one thing that people can use. So I, I've talked about your products with some of my clients as being like, so the delay spray can take the fella and kind of bring him up, make him last longer. But then there's things like the female arousal gel or the buzzing gel or the warming gel that can take her time down slightly. So sort of like using the products to meet in the middle. But you can't just rely upon the products to be the only thing that are going to close the orgasm gap in your relationship. Communication between the two partners is probably the biggest one. Yes. You know, don't be too much in a hurry, you know, literally. Enjoy the the ride. Men that really prematurely ejaculate, because I talk to them, I'm very involved with our customers. I reach Mm -hmm. out, I talk to people because that's the best way for me to learn who's using our products and stuff. And so many times I'll go, you know, what about foreplay? Well, I don't really get into foreplay a lot because, you know, I know I'm not going to last that long. I'm like, wait. So in other words, you're not really doing a lot of foreplay. Figure out a way that you can really do more foreplay. That's going to take the pressure off and allow you to relax. Because if you bring your partner to a first climax, even prior to having intercourse, then you're not going to feel the anxiety because you're going to know she's got one in the bank already. Okay. You're, you're putting a few, you know, other cherries on top of the Sunday, but you already have the Sunday made. So, you know, you're going to have a nice dessert no matter what. So if you literally rapidly or prematurely ejaculate and you're so paranoid that you get right to it, you're actually doing a disservice to your partner because you're not even giving her the chance to warm up to have a chance to properly climax during intercourse. Yeah, that's so, a selfish guy right there because he's like, oh, well, I won't last long, so I'm just going to go ahead and get mine. Yes. Come on, fella. Not good. <laughs> no. Well, I've always said to people that the effect on a woman of a man who rapidly or prematurely ejaculates is more pronounced on the female than it is on the male mm-hmm. because the male is still ejaculating. The female's like, excuse me, I'm over here, hi, okay? I mean, hi, yeah, hi. Uh, I'm glad you're done over there, but uh, could you come over here and help me out? Oh my gosh, Jeff, I have to tell you, I've, I've gotten on TikTok this year and I've built up a really nice following, but every morning I wake up to messages and my DMs. I woke up to three emails this morning. They were almost all exactly the same. And they were talking about exactly this. Well, he doesn't last very long, so I don't get mine. And all three of them said he doesn't get into foreplay because he says that then he can't last for very long. That's exactly what I'm talking. So you and I are probably talking to the same people, you know, (laughs) probably (laughs) I'm talking to the wives. You're talking to the husbands. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because mine were all female, but I just, they had the same mindset. They really do. The same mindset. And you know, it's funny because if you think about it, you're actually playing to the anxiety by doing that and you're creating Mm -hmm. a bigger issue. I call it the layering effect. 
Okay, yes. this, this happened, so I do this. Then you're adding another layer of anxiety, then another. Then you don't even know what the initial issue was after a while because you're so freaked out. Relax. Take mm -hmm. a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Get into foreplay for a period of time. Even if for some reason you ejaculate prematurely, do it so long, you'll be ready to go again the next time and last even longer Plus, your woman is going to be so close to orgasm because you've had this extended foreplay. It'll be better for the both of you. So don't shy away from foreplay. Lean into foreplay. Yes, absolutely. I'm also a big fan of mutual masturbation. Yeah. I think it's the best way to see, like, how does your partner <clears throat> want to be touched? I get asked all the time, usually by women, not so much by men, how do I do a hand job? I'm like, have you ever watched him do it to himself? Like, well, no. I'm like, well, just when he's warming up, I'm like, you've never done mutual masturbation. You never just observed each other while you're getting yeah. yourselves off. I'm like, oh no. Again, Midwest. I know I've <laughs> had a couple people freak out because I'm 64 and single. I've never been married. And I, I've always been a voyeur. Uh -huh. And I don't hide it. I lean right into it. You know, oh, I'm a voyeur you know? too. Like, you oh, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So a lot of times when I'm with a woman early on in a relationship, I'll say, I want you to masturbate for me. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, why would you do that? And, oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, wait a second. What do you mean you're embarrassed? I go, what better way to show me how you like to be touched? What better way for me to know what turns you on? Because when you masturbate, you're doing exactly what you want to feel because you're in control and you know what you're feeling. So I said, listen, it's like an accelerated course. I can pick up on this over the next couple months, but why would we want to fumble around? Allow me to watch you and I will know exactly what you like. And they're like, well, okay, can I do it under the covers? I'm like, no, pull the cover. You know what I mean? It's like, and it never, it still freaks me out to this day. In some cases, you're with someone and you have this full sex life and they go, oh, I get up, use the restroom. And they're like covering themselves up when they're like, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'm kind of shy. I'm like, excuse me. You were just sitting on my face. I know. I just ago, had my okay? face right there. Come yeah. on. I mean, like, um, I don't think I'm going to be freaked out by watching you walk nude across the room. Okay. I mean, hello. I mean, but that's what I talk about with body image issues. You know what I mean? Yes. They worry, freaked out. they worry that the after sex glow is going to have already worn off and suddenly you're going to see all their stretch marks and all of the pimples and all of the wrinkles. The yeah. No, because I have told my female clients and I've asked my male clients this, I, I all of my male clients have said, yes, this is hundred percent accurate. Kristen, you're totally right. That to my female clients, I've said, if I could wave a magic wand that made you believe just one thing about sex, it would be that 99.9% .9 of men don't notice 99.9% .9 of your flaws you think you have. Yeah. They don't see all the stuff that you look in the mirror or look down and find unattractive and worry yeah. that he's going to notice. He's got the most wonderful rose colored glasses that he puts on. Absolutely. He's like, yes, I'm about to get laid. Yeah, he doesn't see all that shit. Well, I can tell you this, and I laugh. I tell some people, and they go, "You know, you're right." They start laughing. I've dated women before that were literally five foot two, 103 pound, and size one, and they would literally put on a pair of jeans. They go, "Does my butt look big in these pants?" 
I go, first of all, you don't have an ass, okay? Right. <laughs> How can it look big if you don't have an ass, okay? You're a zero, yeah. sweetheart. Then I Love freak you. Out. You're a zero. And Come on. There are so many women who go, oh, you know, and they're in perfect shape. I got this little tiny pooch. I want to get rid of I'm like, what? Now, contrast that. There's not a guy on planet Earth, no matter how out of shape he is, no matter what kind of a three-toed sloth he looks like, no matter what kind of a whale that he is, that there's not a man on planet Earth that doesn't think he's three sit-ups and a run around the block from being in a pair of Speedos on stage posing for a Mr. America, you know, (laughs) competition. (laughs) Guys think they're in 10,000 times better shape than they are actually are in, and women, no matter how good a shape they're in, think that they're have flaws. It's I I don't get it how men overvalue the way that they look and women undervalue the way that they look. Patriarchy. <laughs> What's that? The patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I people are so in their heads sometimes, especially thinking about their what they think their lover or partner is going to think about their body. And I just, I want to wipe it all away for them in one fell swoop. But if you're listening, take that to heart. But after a good lay, they're just enjoying the rose colored glasses. You don't need to cover up and run to the bathroom or worry about anything. But you know, that that body image stuff that I have helped a lot of clients with can be so intense. When someone has been around for a while, an explosive orgasm, and they're laying there with all those endorphins running through their body and they're feeling Mm -hmm. good. The only thing they're worried about was how soon can I do that again with this person that just gave me this pleasure? They're not sitting there going, you know, now that I realize that there's a little dimple there on the right ass cheek, you know what I mean? It's like, get over yourself, okay? Nobody cares. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. So, you know, another aspect about closing the orgasm gap, I mean, we've talked about foreplay, but I think another thing that a lot of people need to do is shift their perspective on what sex is. Because to me, I talk about sex, and I mean like the umbrella of all the sexual acts you could possibly do, but a lot of people think of sex as just penis in vagina intercourse. And I think that that is part of what explains the orgasm gap, that they're not being as adventurous enough with their sexual menu as they possibly could. I personally feel as a man that if I'm have a date with someone I'm dating that evening, or if I'm in a relationship that really it starts in the middle of the afternoon, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're at work, she's at work or you're at home, she's at work, even like a text message. Hey, can't wait to see you tonight. We're going to have a good time already starts the juices flowing Mm -hmm. and already has my partner feeling desired. Yes. That's the big thing. Igniting the desires, igniting the desire. Then you come home, you give them a little pat on the butt or you give them a little smooch on the cheek and they're Mm -hmm. like, "Uh Oh, it's on tonight, you know? Mm -hmm. And that again, just keeps the, the passion alive. And, you know, too many people think, like you say, that sex starts the minute you're in bed and she's like, okay, 
let's get this over with. You know what I mean? Or you're like, okay, I might bust too quickly, so let me jump right on. You're guaranteeing a less than satisfactory experience with that mm -hmm. kind of mindset. Yes. Nurture it like anything in life. Nurture it. Plan for it. You know, mm -hmm. make your partner feel special. Make your partner feel desired. Both men and women crave being desired. Yes. Everyone feels better when they feel that they are desirable. You know, what's funny, I did read a study this year when I was doing some research for one of my other uh, classes, but it's actually in long-term relationships, the men that crave the more romantic type things. Absolutely. <laughs> like the love letters and the date nights yeah. and the, yeah. So there may be a misconception out there for people about who needs the romance the most in the long run. Yeah. No matter guys are conditioned to feel that if you're not up for sex 24 seven, you're not the initiator for sex, that you're not, you know, William, the conqueror, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But men have hormonal levels that rise and fall. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, libido that rises and falls just mm -hmm. like anything else. And if a man feels desired, he's going to want to please his partner that much. more. Yes. They need to feel desired and that. And when I say romance, I mean, stuff that's going to fuel their, their soul, things that are going to yeah. make them feel like they're wanted. Yes. And that varies from person to person. You got to figure out what makes your person tick, not just yes. figure out their erotic turn-ons and turn-offs, figure out their love languages, figure out what really makes them feel wanted and desired, yeah. all the things. No, I agree a hundred percent. Oh, Jeff, I can't wait to meet you in person one day. We're going to hit it off so well. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, almost everyone we work with, I've met in person. Number one, we're outside of Las Vegas. Everyone comes to Las Vegas at least once or twice a year for something. Yeah. Whether it's a bachelorette party, a bachelor party, a family reunion, you know, a Super Bowl party, to see a certain show, a Cirque du Soleil show, or Celine Dion, or whoever, you know? I, I lived in Southern Cal because I'm originally from Pittsburgh. So I lived in mm -hmm. Southern Cal for 30 years. I told people I had more people come visit me and stay in my home the first three years I lived in here than the 30 years I lived in Southern Cal. <laughs> right. No, but definitely out for coffee or like if I'm, you know, I want to go to the AVNs. I definitely want to go to I have to. I have to level with you. Emily took me to AVN. Uh -huh. This was in 2014. You have to be prepared when you go to AVN, because a lot of your fantasies and a lot of your conceptions are going to be dashed, okay? <laughs> you'll have some pleasant surprises, a few, but the majority will be like, oh, are you kidding me? I mean, oh my God, I mean. See, I'm a try anything once or twice kind of yeah. person. I just love going and doing things and having the experience just to no. see. Like I was a, I was a phone sex operator for a summer just to try it out and see what it was like. I was terrible at it. I was absolutely yeah. awful at it. I'm not a I big just, phone sex person. I believe <laughs> I perform better when I'm in the room, you know, and like. My thing was I couldn't just change characters with every yeah. single call. If I had just gotten to be one character all the time, that might've been different, but yeah. Then you might've had a rhythm, you know, and go, okay. Yeah. yeah but you're we like, who am I today? You know, like, okay, what do I have on? You know what I, I mean? Know, like, I well, know. Let me get into mindset here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think so. They yeah. don't give you much time to get into character with those things. That's for yeah. sure. 
No, exactly. Because <laughs> the meter's running. I'm assuming it's per minute or whatever, you know? Yeah. It, yes. Yes. But yeah, I'll try a little bit of everything once. But you'll, I mean, I went because I was very curious, but there were a couple of times I'm like, oh my God, that's what she looks like in real life. Oh my God. Like, man, I mean, you know. Yeah, and, I'm sure there's a few people on both sides that like. On both sides. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of the traffic, you'd be shocked because I thought, okay, most of the people there are like young 20 something, you know, like, no, 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 no. Most of the people there, 60, 70, you know what I mean? Like a lot of couples and stuff. And you're like, whoa, that's not what I expected. You know, even I've done some of the swinger podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe from watching porn or whatever, you just think that a lot of swingers are young and hip. No, not I around mean, here. They're not. No, not around anywhere. They're not. I'm like, you know, and I'm all for it. I love it when I hear about 70, 80 year old people who are still vital. You know what I mean? Having yes. sex. That Have, is yes. awesome. You but should be having sex until the day you die. You so die. long as your heart is healthy enough. My son worked for us for a couple of years and he did his internship when he was in college, you know, mm -hmm. when I first took over the company. So he was running our customer support desk. So he calls me one day. He's like, dad, what are our mental health benefits like at this company? I'm like, what? <gasps> he goes, what are our mental health benefits? Like, I think I need counseling. I'm like, why? What happened? He goes, I get a phone call from some guy. He placed an order. Then he called right the customer service hotline right afterwards. He's like, Hey, my order's in. And I forget what his name was Clyde Jones or whatever. Obviously it's not his name, but whatever it was. And it said his address. And it said, please deliver to the front desk and then have it signed for by Betty and she'll bring me the thing. And he, so he called afterwards to make sure that everything he typed in was there. And I said to him, Oh, are you on vacation? Are you staying in a hotel? And he goes, the guy goes, no, I'm 92 and I'm in an old folks home. I knew that was what you're going to say. <laughs> and my son was like, dad, I immediately envisioned two 92 year old people in bed going at it and i'm traumatized i need to take a mental health day you know what i mean and i said nick i hope when i'm 92 first of all i hope i make it to 92 second of all i hope if i make it to 92 i'm still having the desire to have sex but i'm like you i don't want to think about it. i'm hoping but don't make me visualize that yeah yes i i'm the same i want to be having sex at that age but yes it's not a visual that i want yeah, no it, i've got it so would not be it. something that as a voyeur i would want to see okay so i have a very good friend he's also an investor in this company so he was telling me hey my dad wants me to go online and buy him some online viagra and stuff he's 99 at the time i'm like what and I'm, we're laughing, we're joking around. And I'm like, that's awesome, you're dead. So I go back to visit him because he was building a new home. Uh -huh. So I go back to visit him. And so the new home was almost ready. So he's taking me over to see the new home construction. And his dad came over with his 85-year-old girlfriend. So they're walking in front of us, walking up. And it was wintertime, so it was kind of damp and there was some snow. So they had these boards. So we're on the board. And in front of us is his dad and his girlfriend. So my buddy looks at me, he's like, hey, hey. And he makes this like, you know, motion, those two. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I literally said to him, I'm going to go home and watch porn just to get that out of my mind, okay? I mean, you see these two people that are, you know, basically out of walkers, you know what I mean? Like having trouble making it up the thing. And then to like picture that, I was like, 
But believe me, I'm all supportive. That's but awesome. Good for them. Good for them. Just don't make me think about that. Okay. I mean, was- in the grander scheme or th- scheme of things, there's lots of things I do not want to visualize. No, I don't exactly. even want to visualize myself having sex at 94 years old. I don't want to imagine. You're exactly like right. No. I mean, I'm but glad I do they have heart them. surgery and I'm glad they bring people back from the brink of death. Okay. When, you know, like when they have a car wreck, I don't want to see I don't it. Want to I'm just glad they either. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, you should be having and uh, the idea of our our aging and and what our bodies do. Like that's another thing too. Our bodies change as we get older. Maybe the sex was really, really great when we were younger. And then we haven't listened to what our bodies are telling us. You know, maybe, maybe we were able to get off pretty darn quickly with the, you know, 10, 15 minutes of penetrative intercourse and not much else. But then as we age, our bodies become, you know, we have some scar tissue that can develop in the vagina over time, especially if you haven't been using lube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have hormonal changes yes. that decrease our sensitivity and our wetness. Like there, And then for men too, like y'all have your own shifts and changes that you oh, go through. Trust me. I used to tell people when I feel like I was a younger, I was a machine gun, just firing <laughs> bullets all over the place. Then I was a semi-automatic rifle. You know, you'd be able to fire a bullet every 10 minutes. And then I became a rifle. Now I feel like I'm a musket. musket you know what I mean? Like you you have to put the, the thing in, then put the powder in, then pull the thing back. You know what I mean? It's like a little more time went. and effort. But this is a great segue. There's one other product we have I'd love to mention. And you sure. just hit it right on the head. Okay. We have a product called Vitaflux, and there's a mm-hmm. men's version and a women's version. It's a nitric oxide supplement, mm-hmm. and it has L-carnitine, L-citrulline, L-arginine, zinc, and magnesium. And what it does essentially, and you just hit it right on the head, for women, okay, everybody, both men and women, every artery and every vein in your body has an epithelial covering, okay? And what that does allows the good stuff in, keeps the bad stuff out. So all the hormones can absorb, all the nutrients, all the vitamins, but it keeps viruses, bacteria, and everything out. It's very supple as you're young. It's very pliable. As you get old, it hardens. When it hardens, then all of a sudden hormones don't absorb as well. Mm -hmm. And then you have issues. Women don't lubricate as well when they don't have the hormone absorption. So women once they get to their 40s, have to use a ton of outside lubrication because they don't lubricate as well. Mm -hmm. Also, when your blood flow diminishes and you have plaque in your arteries, you just don't have the same level, what nitric oxide does, it promotes blood flow. It Mm -hmm. really increases blood flow, which decreases blood pressure, which is good for everybody's heart. At the same time, oxygenated rich blood is how you recover from workouts, from stress, from, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it has all of those benefits, but it also increases your libido because it makes your hormones absorb better and women moisturize better. Mm-hmm. So Vitaflux is extremely important. Once you're in your late thirties, people take it daily for men. It's good for recovery from workout. It's good for energy level. It's good for hormone absorption, but it increases blood flow to the penis for men. It increases blood flow to the, uh, clitoris for women which is obviously good so it increases libido increases desire 
increases erection for men, increases, uh, you know, orgasmic function for women because a stimulated orgasm is much more, or clitoris is much more likely to orgasm. Yes. And if you've got the blood flow going to it and it's filling up that whole wishbone structure. Absolutely. Yes. So our second most successful product right now is Vitaflux. And it's our newest, well, second newest product. We have a line of vibrators and toys, but it's our second newest product. It immediately took off. And people take it religiously every month because it works. So it has been an absolute godsend for us. It's really helped this company progress and grow. You know, I did get some of that and I'm going to start it because I was looking at it and I wanted to hear more about it from you. And that absolutely all makes sense. But I have never really been much of a supplement person unless it's something that I'm like, this is actually something that's going to benefit me. It's not just like the daily vitamins. I, I, I don't know. Oh, no, I, no. It, I, it, <laughs> I can definitely tell you as this. a 40 year old woman, I've noticed some yeah. changes. Yeah, except 64 year old man, trust me, many changes. <laughs> the funny part is, I've never been a supplement guy at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And the way that I found this, I went to a uh, Sexual Medicine Society of North America, SMSNA mm-hmm. show, and one of the doctors on our advisory board developed this product. And I went to the show and he's like, hey, I developed this product. I really want you to try it because I know you're run down and tired and I have lupus. So I have a lot of inflammation Mm -hmm. and everything. And so I was really busy. The company was growing. So he said, it'll really help you with energy and everything. So I'm like, okay, great. So I start taking it within four or five days. I'm like, man, I feel better energetic. But then I realized I started having a lot more sex. But I thought at first, well, it's just because I have more energy. But then the girl that I was dating at the time says to me, would you reach the fountain of youth or something? <laughs> she goes, we're having sex like every day. And I'm like, yeah, I go, maybe I'm just going through a phase. And then like a week later, I'm like, this is a pretty long phase. Okay. So I called him and he's like, no, no, no. I knew you needed some more energy and stuff, but that I go, what? He goes, yeah. So at this point he said, we don't have expertise. We're good at developing products, but we don't know how to market it. Will you mm-hmm. run with this thing? I said, absolutely. So we start running with it. So one of my neighbors who loves all of our products start taking it. So he calls me. He's like, Jeff, he goes, I need something for my wife. I go, what do you mean? He goes, my libido is through the roof. He goes, oh my God, I love Vitaflux. He goes, but I need something for my wife because she can't keep up. He goes, I'm literally, you know, going to have to hire a second wife, you know, and I go, okay, let me call. So I called the same doctor developed and I'm like, Hey, I need something for women. Now he goes, Vitaflux. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it has the exact same properties i go what yeah, goes, yeah it's just for blood flow right and all the good one, yeah mm-hmm. one thing that i discovered you'll laugh when i tell you this okay so for the first seven and a half years that we're developing these products we literally only have male delay spray then lube <coughs> and then stuff like that condoms so we never really marketed to women so now we've aggressively went after the women's market and i'm like i should have started with a women's product for this reason If a guy finds something that he feels makes him superior and really improves him sexually, the first thing he does is hope no other guy gets it because every guy wants to be the biggest rooster in the barnyard. He wants to be literally strutting around with his feathers, attracting all the men. And pretend like he did all on his own. No help. No help whatsoever. One of the biggest questions we have on our delay spray is no one will know I'm taking this, right? I'm like, who cares, okay, if you're intimate with someone? But here's the unbelievable part. So then we get into women's products. We start selling, you know, women's arousal gel. And oh, my God, we start getting business. And I'm like, 
how'd you find us? Oh, my friend Gladys told me. Oh, my. So it's exactly the opposite. If you find something and a woman likes it, the first thing she does is tell all her friends, and she goes on Reddit, then she goes on Pinterest, then she goes everywhere. Yep. Telling yep. everybody mm -hmm. this is how you have better organ. I'm like, it's easy. We should have gone with women initially. All you got to do is get it out there. They'll take care of selling it and promoting oh, yeah. it. Guys will make sure no one else finds it. Women want to make sure everyone has it. We will scream it from the rooftops when we find something that we love. I swear to God, I'm an unofficial ambassador for every single product that I love. And yeah. I do love your buzzing gel and the warming oh, yeah. gel. But that buzzing Let me tell you gel, something. There's a uh, uh, a podcast with these two swingers and uh, two wild orchids, and okay. they are hilarious. So I've done their show, I think, three times. So the second time I do the show, because the first time we had given them a bunch of products, I hadn't tried them all yet. So the second time I do the show, one of the hosts says to me, I got to tell you something. I go, what? She goes, what I'm wearing? She, you know what I'm wearing right now? And I go, well, I can't see the bottom half, but you have on a, a blue blouse. She goes, no, I'm wearing right now some arousal gel. I'm like, what? And she looks at me. She goes, a little dabble, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> what? And she goes, I just love it. And she goes, sometimes before I leave in the morning, I just give myself a little rub on the vulva or on the clitoris. And I just feel like it's foreplay all day. Sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll go in to the restroom at noon reapply it by the time i get home i feel like i've had eight hours of foreplay i just feel you know really tingly and i'm like what that product really a lot of people really really like it i know you're sitting there now going you know i might have to dab up I know. There, you know what i mean i know like, you can't see me uh listeners but he can see yeah. me in the zoom call i'm just here going like huh and i got i'm like tapping my face like the ideas are running the idea i laugh so hard but I thought, why not? I love you know that. How, you know how I said earlier that, you know, if you're a guy, you know, send a text message, can't wait for tonight. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to give her a bottle of thing. Hey, just a couple of times during the day, why don't you uh, lather up here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. by the time you come home, you're going to feel like you've had eight hours worth of foreplay today. Oh my gosh. That could be such an amazing, because, you know, to get couples who have, when they're at the point where they've got what they say is a mismatched libido, which... Yes. Yes. Okay. One of you wants it more than the other, but a lot built you up to this point where one of you didn't want it and the other one still does. But you know, that's one of the things is there's not enough foreplay from the second, the last sex act ended. No, it's so exactly. stop and start and trying to get people to the process of getting that libido evened out. I talked to him about how you've got to spend your day warming yourself up, your day, warming up your partner, all the things. Think about what you're going to do later in the day. Yes. Turn yourself on. Remind your partner. Make your partner feel desired. Just like you said, from the second you finish, tell your partner, I can't wait till we do this again. Mm -hmm. You know, this was so enjoyable. I can't wait until we're intimate again. Then you start setting the expectation. Then you start really have your partner anticipating being together again. Mm -hmm. That only makes them want to do it more. I sometimes tell people that as a man, you can get credit for being the most unselfish person in the world and being this great lover while being the most selfish person in the world. Because the more you take care of your partner, 
the more she's going to go, this guy gives me good orgasms. I want to make sure he stays around. So they're going to make sure that they take care of you. So even though you're getting credit for being so compassionate, so considerate, you're like, in the end, I'm just making sure I get my own. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to say that. I'll take the credit and go, oh, you're so considerate. That's the kind of guy that I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what triggers the cycle that gets the rest no. across? It, it's a whole thing. It's you've a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. You've got to be that caring, giving, kind, yeah. considerate, compassionate lover to get that back. You've got to give to get. Will they Absolutely. say pay it forward? Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, beyond skipping the foreplay, you know, the lack of equity in the bedroom between the orgasms, like, and not lasting long enough, there's a lot of men out there that just don't understand female sexual anatomy. I know people that I guarantee you. You then need a GPS system to find a clitoris. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All they do is go, I want to make sure I get a hard on and I jump on and hopefully she'll get hers. Which always amazes me because like, did you know this wasn't mapped until the late 2000s by MRI, the clitoris, to see that I'm it was this entire surprised. wishbone structure? I'm not surprised. I've shown this to clients of mine that are medical doctors that are my age and I'm 40 who had no idea the clitoris looked like this because it wasn't in their medical textbooks when they were students. Not, not surprised at all. Right. And, you know, it makes me laugh because in some cases, how do you properly stimulate someone if you don't even know what the hell you're doing, if you don't even know what it is you're looking for? Mm -hmm. Okay? If you have no idea what the actual i mean it would be literally like you know driving somewhere without a map you know and hoping that you get there just go i know if i go west i'll eventually run into it well i got a better idea how about knowing where you're going so you drive straight there and not waste four hours dicking around missing everything you know exactly exactly you know the, the mutual masturbation i think is a great way to understand like your partner's particular anatomy but i've told a lot of men also to get their own subscription to omgs.com. I love that website. And it's, again, another thing from the Kinsey Institute, which yeah. love the Kinsey Institute. But Education, education, yes. education, education. Learn, learn about your body. Learn about your partner's body. Learn about what happens when you age, when your partner ages, so that you're one step ahead. So you can anticipate these things. And don't always accept limitations. Well, I'm 42, so I'm dry. Oh, my God, we got to lather up with all kinds of artificial lube. No, there are actual, you know, nitric oxide supplements like Vitaflux that will return some of the vigor that will return natural lubrication, which always feels better if it's natural. Mm -hmm. Always. Okay? Absolutely. And so get your head out of the dark. Get your head out of the sand, you know? Education could only help. It can't hurt anything because if it's not valid, you go, well, I, I learned something new, but it's not applicable to me. But you don't lose anything by becoming educated. Right. You lose something by closing yourself off to education. Yes, yes. And every vulva is different. And so if you've only practiced on a handful of them, you've just got a very small sample size. You know, and you've got to ask more questions to understand how that vulva likes to be operated. Yes. But one thing I'll tell you, too, is I run into guys, including some of my friends, 
that'll make statements. <clears throat> and I just laugh because I feel like having done what I do for a living now and having been single my entire life, you kind of have a little more of a database to work with. And I'll have some guys that go, you know, I use my signature move, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I have my technique down. Mm -hmm. I, one of the things that my life has taught me that sometimes I will date two women in a short time frame, like in a year. Okay. I'm dating this woman. We break up. Then I have a new girlfriend or whatever. And a certain woman, what you do will be, this is exactly what she wants. The next one will be like, Oh my God, that is painful. That dirt. I mean, yep. I will tell you this. Women have it easier when figuring out how to please guys. There's not a guy on planet earth that goes, don't blow me. Okay. There, there is the first guy that someone tells me that when I don't enjoy blow, that will be the first. Okay. In fact, I was joking with a couple, uh, this husband and wife the other day, and they were talking about blowjobs and stuff. I said, almost every guy I know will say, all blowjobs are fantastic. Some are more fantastic than others, but even the worst blowjob is still good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless someone bites you or, you know what I mean? Like right, right, somehow right. injures you, you know? <laughs> yes. I said, in guys, the plumbing is outdoors. It's pretty easy to figure out what most guys like. But mm -hmm. I've been in a situation where a woman goes, oh, you know, harder. I need direct stimulation right on my clit. That's what really turns me on. Mm -hmm. Then the next person you date goes, you can't touch my clit directly. It's so sensitive. You mm -hmm. have to like massage around Keep the ball. Down. Exactly. And I'm like, and then I'm almost like laughing to myself. I never say anything out loud because you don't want to like compare one minute. But it's like, holy shit, I'm glad I didn't do the last person was like, put some sandpaper on that clay. You know what I mean? I I need to feel it like, you know what I mean? Like, and the next person is like, don't breathe on it, okay? It's like too sensitive. And you're like, oh yes. my God, you know? And I had had a situation when I first moved here that I dated a woman who was wonderful and she's a very good friend of mine and she had a hooded clitoris. Mm -hmm. And literally she needed extensive you know penetration and mm -hmm. direct stimulation to climax and i used to joke i go it's a good thing i'm the ceo of promescent i'd have to have a second job bagging groceries at you know whole foods to pay for my promescent delay spray <laughs> i mean and it literally got to a point where i swear to you there were some nights i was like oh god it was like, I don't know if I have time and energy. It's already 11 o'clock. I get up at five. This is at least an hour. You know what I mean? Of like hardcore pounding. And then we ended up going our own separate ways. And then I dated another gal after that who literally would sneeze an orgasm. Okay. I mean, she bragged that her best day ever, she had 21 uh, orgasms in one Man, evening. Good on her. Oh my God. I was so supportive. And she She's got all those good neurotransmitters flowing through her brain at all did. times. She had a Hitachi magic wand. She had three or four. How'd she even use it though? Was she just like, okay, I'm done. Uh, it was, it would be like a joke. And, and then I remember feeling like I was King Kong, like, you know, like she'd have three orgasms during foreplay. And I was like, okay, this is a little easier than that last, you know what I mean? And it was like nothing against the person because it was uh, her anatomy, her physiology. Okay. But I was like, every man feels good when he can make his woman climax easily and multiple times, as opposed to going, oh, my God, I'm, I had to have an electrolyte supplement next to me. I'm like getting hypoglycemic. You know what I mean? If I'm only like, she'd had the Vitaflux or the arousal gel, right? She does now. Yeah. We didn't have go. them back then. Right. So we're still really good friends. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I just dropped some stuff off there. <laughs> 
last week. Uh-huh. So flux, I'm curious. Gel. Has she used them before? Oh, yeah. Loves it. So does she think it made it. a difference for her? Absolutely. Oh, see, like that, how awesome is that? Yeah, no. And we're still really good friends. And I'm very proud of the fact that I'm very friendly and really on good terms with every relationship I've really mm -hmm. ever had. Sometimes when you first break up, it's hard because yeah. you're breaking up and, you know, but once you get over that and you both have moved on, you realize you are both honest with one another. You're both quality people. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. to me, if I cared enough about you that we shared a year or two years together and we were intimate together, why would I not want the best for you in all areas of your life? And yeah. vice versa? You know, yeah. And you just because, get past that. Yeah. And just because things end doesn't mean they were a failure. They just you're, served their, you're not their meant time. You're to be married to every purpose. person you ever dated. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. In fact, in my case, I guess I wasn't meant to be with anyone long term <laughs> since I've never been married, you know? But well, I'm twice divorced. So, you know, like, well, you know what I said to someone one better time? Than the other. We were having dinner one time, and it's a gal that somebody in my yoga class had set me up with, you know? And, uh, so we're having dinner and she goes, I have to ask you a question. This was obviously three years ago. Cause she goes, you're 61 years old and you've never been married. You know, I have an issue with that. And I go, what's your issue? You know, are you commitment phobic or whatever. I said, well, let me ask you a question. I go, how old are you? She goes 40. And I said, okay. I said, I know you're divorced. How many times you've been married? She goes three. I said, Shouldn't I have a bigger issue with you being married three times and you with me not being married? You at least knew you didn't want to or couldn't yeah. keep a commitment. Whereas and I said, I, I, I said, <laughs> I might not. I said, I've never made the commitment, but I never broken it. I said, three times you said, till death do your part, and you're not dead. And I'm assuming you're not widowed three times. And she goes, Oh, you're smooth. <laughs> I said, No, I'm dishonest. Okay. I said, I'm not holding that against you. Don't hold that against me. Bingo. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I certainly thought, oh, uh, there were nights I was crying into my ice cream as the second divorce is going through, like, oh, God, it was going to get me a chance after this. Yeah. But no, but let me ask you a question. nobody cares. Would you no, be better off being miserable for the rest of your life just so you go, I wasn't divorced? Nope. Nope. Exactly. I ideally not. think, and I'm kind of a radical thinker, and I don't hide it, okay? I think that I mean, I think we've got to be in our industry. So yeah. yes, you have to be. <laughs> but I think in large, I truly believe this, that people aren't meant to be monogamous. You make the trade off, you know, for long term, like certainly for eight, 10 years is fine. But when people go, we've been together 40 years every day, it's still like the first day I go, then you have Alzheimer's. Okay, because you really are waking up. Okay, when they say familiarity breeds contempt, they say so for a reason it does. Okay, Oh my, you are the second person I have talked to in less than a week that used that exact phrase. Are you kidding me? No, because I interviewed someone for an article I wrote for a local publication. They said the exact yeah. same thing. Oh, that's funny. I but that's heard how I truly feel. It's true. It is very true. You know, it's true. And you know, I'm in a position right now that I just want to be honest and I just want to be open and have people understand that this is this is my life. This is my experience. It doesn't make it right. But this is what I've experienced and this is what I feel. And mm -hmm. you don't have to feel the same way, but I'll respect your opinion. You respect mine. Yes. And I've never lied to anyone. I've never said, oh, I want to be married. I've been engaged twice, mm -hmm. but both times I realized that I really couldn't say till death do you part with a clean heart. Mm -hmm. 
you know? And the first time I was 23, it was my college sweetheart. And I went, this is like the second person I've been with my entire life. Okay. I mean, what am I doing? Yeah, you, yes. What Good. in the hell am I Smart. doing? Smart, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. And then, so that's why I tell people, when they go, well, you've never been married. I go, would you be more happy if I would have been divorced three times? Would, would that make you feel better? Right. Nope. I'm with you hundred percent. I, while I think that you're dating, when you're out there dating, you do have to use some discernment yes. and you've got to understand why is this person where they are? How is that going to meld well with where I'm at? But how they got here isn't as relative as how are they doing with where they're that's, at right now? That's are they more settled? Important. Are they happy? Yes. Are they intelligent? Are, you know, have they worked through their shit? Can they? If you come through whatever journey you've come through and you're in a good place, that's all that matters. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, Jeff, I do want to let the listeners know that I have a discount code if they want to go to your website and try out the product. So listeners, if you look in the show notes, you'll find a link there to Promescence website and you can use the code KTC for keep them coming. It's KTC 15 to get 15% off. I love that. Keep them coming. Thank you. You know, I always get asked. That's very catchy. Thank you. I was asked how I spell it. And I have to be like, I just spell it normally to get past the sensors. I was going to say, if you spell it like you'd want to spell it, it would get caught in spam filters. Trust me, we go through that all the time. You know, hopefully at some point we'll evolve as a society where people won't think it's bad to talk about sex. It's bad to talk about being healthy and happy. Yes. But until that day, we have to be careful. Yes. And just like your dear friend and one of my personal idols, Dr. Emily Moore says we should be able to talk about sex like the weather. It's exactly. Is it wet outside? <laughs> Is it dry? We need a little moisture. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. How Is you feeling a, today? Is it a hard rain out there today? You know? Oh, yeah, I have to tell you, her. I have a TikTok up where I was like in tears a little bit because I had just been flipping through social media and I saw an ad for Emily Morse's masterclass. And she said that like, we should be able to talk about sex like it's the weather. It was like, God damn straight, Emily. And then I was crazy. like, oh, her masterclass, that got me all teary-eyed. We're going to be at a show. We're going to be somewhere. I'm going to introduce you. You'll, you will be impressed because she is exactly who she is on camera, off camera, there is no different. Well, I even tell my clients and listeners that she's got a phenomenal podcast. There's so much, it's so much information out there. I can't cover it. She's like she the energizer buddy. She is. She's just got so many episodes. She's got great people behind her that help her put out great content consistently. So if I haven't covered it, she probably has. So do she go has. check her out. And the funny part but is when we develop these new products, I always lean on people like her. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to her, here's what I'm thinking of doing. You know what I mean? And she'll go, that's a great idea. You know, need to do this, lean this way. <clears throat> I really take her input. Mm-hmm. Laura Berman is another one of our advisors. And they have two distinct audi- audiences. Laura's more for a married older woman. You know what I mean? Who has mm-hmm. kids because she's a married older woman who has children, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Emily's a little more of the younger, hipper, singer, single crowd. Mm-hmm. We have Justin Miller on our mm-hmm. advisory board, and he is more for alternative sex. You know, mm-hmm. we have Ian Kerner, who's more of the established. You know, when I look at our 
you know, advisory board of therapists and stuff. I'm very proud because that's not an accident that we want to make sure we're inclusive, that we truly reach out to every segment. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't care who you're taking into your bedroom with you. You know what I mean? Make it meaningful, make it, you know, mutually beneficial, make sure you're both comfortable and then have the best orgasms you can. Hell yes. Yeah. You know, I hate people who preach that's wrong. That's right. If it's between two consenting of adults, it's not wrong. Bingo. It's not Bingo. wrong. Exactly. Communicate. That's my biggest message. Talk to your partner. Yes. They yes. don't know what you like. Okay. If you tell them, they will know. They yes. don't know what you don't like. I have people going, oh, I hate when she does this. You know, like she'll start playing with my nipples and I hate that. I go, well, even after you tell her, I've never told her. I go, why don't you tell her? Well, I don't want to think that there's something wrong with me. Maybe she's been with guys before who like having their nipples played with. Or they'll say, well, it's it's been so long since she's been doing it and I haven't said anything. So now to speak up, it's like, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, you should have said, here's exactly what I would have said. You know, I should have said this before, but I've just come around to it. Quit playing with my nipples. That makes me uncomfortable. Okay. I mean. Or even I love playing with your nipples, but having mine played with just doesn't do much. Just doesn't for me, do it actually. for me. I got news for you. How about me giving you double time on yours? Well, instead of like you know, I there got some go. other shit you can do that yeah. I really like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or rather than suck on my nipples, I'd really love it if you kissed me right here and nibbled on my neck. Absolutely. See, if you can't talk about sex, just hang out with me or Jeff for a little bit. <laughs> Call we'll bring it up for you. you know we'll, I mean? we'll help you out. Absolutely. And then you can say, yeah, yeah, what he and she are saying right yeah. there. <laughs> well, Jeff, how do the people find Promescent either here's, online or in stores? Here's what I tell people. We're right now, we're at all targets. We're mm-hmm. in a thousand out of 5,000 Walmarts. We're in all GNCs with all products. The first two were just our delay spray. You know, we're certainly on a bunch of different websites, Amazon, eBay, and everything. But I always tell people, start at our website. Number one, that's where you're going to get educated. So mm-hmm. go to promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. So you start there, and then that's where you educate yourself. That's where you find out which products do I want to try, what's the best way to use them. You know, then you have a number of options. We are very, very progressive. So we have our own logistics department. We ship seven days a week out of our own warehouse. So we have free shipping. So it's free. You pay zero for shipping. It's right out of our website, direct from us, which is always good. If you would rather go, because some people are like, I don't want my kids. Hey, dad, your permission came while you were at work today, you know, whatever. Then we, you punch in your zip code. It will show you the stores closest to you that carry our products and each store will show exactly what products are at that particular store. It'll also show you whether they're on eBay, whether on Amazon, wherever. So I always suggest start at the website, educate yourself so that you can figure out which products you want to try and more importantly, how to properly use them to get the Mm -hmm. best benefit. Yes. Then decide which delivery method works best for you, picking it up that it'll show what stores do you want it by mail? Do you want it from us? Do you want it from eBay? You want it from Amazon, whoever. So it all stems from going to promescent.com. I really urge you, I'm just not about selling product. I'm about selling the right products for the right reason and knowing how to properly use them so you get benefit. 
because I want someone to know if the product works so they can continue to use it. Yeah. I don't want someone to go, well, I used it. It didn't work for me. And then talk to them later. And they go, I didn't use, I, I used Promescent spray and it didn't really work. And I go, really? And I go, how many sprays did you use? They go, I use five and I got really numb. I go five. I go, did you follow the instructions? If you're using it recreationally, you don't have PE. You're supposed to use one. Oh, I didn't know. And uh -huh. I go, where did you spray it? And they'll go, well, I sprayed it all up and down my shaft. I go right in the instructions. It says spray it on the frenulum, which is the underside of the head of the penis. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I go, okay, I'll send you a bottle. I want you to try it again. They'll call me up. They'll go, now that I use it correctly, that works. I go, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. I mean, if you go pull up for gas and you take the hose out of the thing and you pump it into the back seat, the car's not going to go anywhere, okay? No. There's instructions. This is how you properly use this, okay? It's amazing to me. I've had people that say, you know, I bought Vitaflux and I tried it. It didn't work. So I go, you know, the, nothing works for 100% of people. People's body chemistry are different. Right. But I will tell you, 75% of people use Vitaflux, love it, and use mm -hmm. it. And I'll say, really? And they'll go, yeah. I go, how long did you use it? They'll go, I took it for three days. I didn't feel anything, so I stopped. I go, the instructions say it takes a week to even begin to feel, but that's why yeah. they sell it a month at a time, okay? Exactly. Like, they'll call me back. They'll time. go, oh, my God, it did take a week. I love it. I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah. I yeah. feel like having me do a pop-up video every time someone places an order. Okay, thank you. You placed the order. Please do us both a favor. Read the instructions, okay, before you use it. Always read the instructions, folks. Always. And when it says like one or two, that doesn't mean, oh, well, three or four will be even better. It will be no, better. Just, just, I know. Just, and I have no. to tell you, I'm as guilty of that <laughs> as a lot of people because I know there have been times in my life, like I'll go get something. And I open it up and I go, this is easy to assemble. I don't use the instructions. I put it all together. It seems like it works. I go, wait, there's two parts that are sitting here. It's all together. I go, I wonder if these are critical. Then I have to take it apart and then redo it because I was, oh, I can figure this shit out, right? It's like, then I put it together. There's still two things sitting there. I go, those obviously are supposed to be inside there somewhere. Take your own advice, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Read the instructions. It does so matter. Yes. I now, from doing that, whenever I do anything now, I do read the instructions because I know what it's like to be so frustrated when someone improperly uses our product. Yeah, I had a sex toy that I got from a friend. She is a pure romance consultant. And so my mistake, I didn't get the instructions out. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I was sitting there like messing with it. And nothing happened. And all of a sudden, I'm talking to a friend a couple of days later and I touch it to my hand. And as I touched the wand in my hand, it started going off. I was like, wait. If I'd read the instructions, I would have known that it's a touch sensitive toy. And as soon as it makes contact with your skin, then it turns on. Turns on. I know. And we, here I was just thinking she sold me a bunk ass toy. Our latest edition, we added a bunch of vibrators and toys to our line. Uh-huh. And they've been phenomenally successful. And I will Ooh, tell you this. I'll have to check funny. them out too. Oh, they're hot. And I will tell you this, and it makes me laugh. A lot of guys are hesitant to bring toys into a relationship. With yes, people. they are. And they mm -hmm. have this feeling like that means I'm less than, or that means that I can't satisfy my partner. Mm -hmm. Why aren't I've I always enough? been the type, I want my partner satisfied. I know what that's going to mean for me. I could care less. Bring, and you know, 
there's no woman that I know that's sexually active that doesn't have her own vibrator. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone does. Mm -hmm. What on earth are guys thinking that you're such a great lover to just because you're coming onto the scene that you're use it in conjunction with your lovemaking. Okay. Yes. You know yes. what our biggest selling product is in, out of our toys line, a vibrating cock ring mm -hmm. that stimulates the woman's you know clitoris while she's on clitoris yeah while, yeah mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. my god we are selling those and i've always had an extensive array of vibrators and i actually have a symbian machine you know and ah, nice. i have everything and i'm like hey i gotta add one of these you know i didn't know those were so popular and then it was like oh my god those work yes you know the thing that i use on male clients or friends who are anti-sex toy is do you own a screwdriver they usually say yes. Do you own a drill? Well, yes. Can you change out the drill bit on that screwdriver to put in screws into the wall? Well, yes. I go, well, you could do it just fine. It'd take you longer with that screwdriver, but why bother with the drill? And they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, just think of the toy as it's the drill. You're just making things go faster. You're working smarter, not harder. Would you rather turn that screwdriver 10,000 times or press a button and go and it's in bingo bingo <laughs> again it comes back to the more satisfied your partner the more satisfied you're going to be it a hundred percent jeff yeah. could not agree with you more yeah. well, this has been an absolute pleasure oh, i love pleasure. when i can just sit here and talk about love sex you how to know last longer it's a good podcast it. or a good radio interview where you feel like you were just sitting there chatting with your friend and you go, Oh yeah, this was good. This wasn't like me just chatting with someone. There's a, I forgot there's a podcast involved here, right? you know? Yes. Oh, Jeff, I cannot wait to meet you in person one day as the world opens up and I'm out there at conventions and such again. So we will meet and yes. I guarantee you, I will be the envoy that put you and M together. She's always open to meeting new people. Always. Oh, I love that. And that's, you know, our, the one thing I have really found that I love about this industry is that so many people are so open and warm and welcoming oh. because it's, it's not about competition between us. Yeah. It is about we're out there trying to change the world and we're against some really daunting censorship and puritanical beliefs. We are the Mujahideen. We are the gorillas fighting against the machine, mm -hmm. the puritanical big money freaking you know, church sponsored, you know, repressive regimes mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. tell their, you know, their, their congregants that you shouldn't have sex except to procreate. Get out of here with that. Just get yeah. out of here with that nonsense. Okay. It's yeah. a bodily function. It feels good. You feel better. You're less tense. There'd be a lot less violence in the world if more people were having stronger and more frequent orgasms. Yes. Pleasure is our birthright. We've got to take ownership of it. That's right. So, well, Jeff, thank you again so much. You are welcome back on Keep Them Coming anytime, my dear. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good rest of the week. You too. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. 
You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the dirty bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.